Hello and welcome to Nobody Wake the Bugbear, where over the past year we have brought you professional, well-edited, expertly paced, immersive Mothership RPG actual plays. However, today that all changes as John will be the warden for the first time and is taking us through an adventure of his own creation. Hello, John. Hello. Are you well prepared? I'm prepared. Tell us about the adventure. The adventure is called Silence on Narcissus. It's a little mothership one-shot, which is inspired by a few things. It's inspired by a little bit of analog horror and a little bit of uh, David Cronenberg's Videodrome. And um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that would come into play. There's definitely things that it's, it's inspired by. I can't ca- grab them at the moment. It should be quite simple. And uh, you w- the information will be revealed in due course. I like to keep it mysterious until the audience gets immersed. Well, yeah, we're giving the audience an a exclusive sneak peek Correct. to this, this uh, thus unsanctioned adventure. Yes, so currently, far. currently unpublished, unsha- unsanctioned. So we hope it, if you do decide to publish it, it'll all get the green light. Obviously, you have to take out... All those things I've seen that you talked about, but <laughs> should be fine. Doug, he's, how are you? He's, he's trying to gaslight you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? We haven't played with you. I know. I've, I've had a in a long time. I've had a bit of a hiatus. I had a little bit of a break. Yeah. I, um, hmm. Focusing a lot of on work and and, and other stuff. Um, it has been very busy. <laughs> yeah. When when because we played the epilogue in end of April. Yes. And after that, we all said. Doug especially said, oh, I'm going to need at least two months off yep. just from the missus yep. giving you a hard time. Yep. But we've had about just over that. So perfect. Yeah. I'm sure yep. she's very pleased to have you back yes. playing games. Yes. She's in, she's in, uh, enjoyed the time off. Yes. Yeah, and better play with us than yourself. Yep, that's yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and lastly, we have Josh. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. I'm doing well. Pleasure to be here. Happy to see John in the driver's seat. In the captain's chair. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but John's actually an anagram for John. Yep. Honge. Yep. Honge. Honge. W-W-A-R-D-E-N-J-O-H. Oh, fuck, it doesn't work. I'm going to make my own RPG, and the DM in that RPG is going to be called the Honge. The Honge. Yeah. <laughs> the head Honge. The head Honge. Yeah, that works. What do you the, think? The, the, the Hojo? The, hon- the Honjo, hon- but the Honjo is hon- just H-N-J-O. Yeah, Honjo. Honjo. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, are we Honjo. all... John, are you all ready to run us through this game of Mothership? I think I'm as ready as I can be. We've all pre-made characters. Yes. yes. Yep. Some more than others, <laughs> but you've got them. Oh, you've got don't them. be mean. Oh, don't be mean. <laughs> well, I'm very excited, John, and I can't wait to get playing, and I'm sure everyone, just please enjoy, and don't give John a hard time, especially if uh, it's not the same sort of... Level, as you were come to expect. Yes. But I'm sure it will be. We're all very experienced. We'll, see. well you've played you've, you've played games that I've run before. Yeah, I have. And it was very... You've done a great job. Thank you. So, high rating. Yeah. Well, I'm on the music here, John. So, I will play some music that you have composed. Yes. Or will compose. Presumably. And we will begin. The Silence on Narcissus, part one. John, actually, would you like to intro us? Let's go. Welcome to the Silence of Narcissus. Mothership is a game for mature audiences. May contain... What's the line? What sort of content warning? Do you want to give a content warning? Is that what this is? Uh, 
No. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Content warning may contain Andrew. Yes. Andrew. And John. And John. And Doug. And Bit of swearing. May contain, yeah. No animals were harmed in the filming of this production. Okay, may involve harm to animals. Echo team had spent half a year on rotation waiting to be called. The Nemesis AI had been their mother, father, and nursemaid for the past half year. They had received this same brief approximately once every month, but now it was slightly rephrased. For the first time, Nemesis told them a story. Black and white rasterized bastardizations of Renaissance paintings phased across the screen as it did. Narcissus was known for his beauty but turned away the attentions of all who wanted him, thinking himself above them. One day, as he knelt at the pool to drink, he saw his own reflection, and was captured by his own image. He gazed at himself for days and days. The nymph, Echo, watched at a distance. He sensed her presence and called out, Who is there? The poor Echo replied, Who is there? Bashful and too nervous to speak, she only copied. He told her to leave him, and returned to his own reflection. Echo wept and watched. Narcissus wasted away until nothing was left of him except a flower, and so did Echo, watching until nothing remained of her in the lonely glen but the echo of her voice. Emergency Echo Team, you are en route to the anomalous asteroid Narcissus 9. The asteroid is made of super high density neutron matter. Suspended in orbit 10 miles above is the Narcissus Research Base. The base is staffed by 11 people included in your data sheet, led by Dr. Nemo Solomon. The laboratory went totally dark, approximately 72 hours ago. We believe the blackout may have something to do with the movements of the infamous pirate Otto Zweihander, who has been known to attack science outposts. Narcissus 9 base is designed so that in the event of catastrophic hyperspace anomalies, the structure will collide with Narcissus asteroid and create a black hole, swallowing any dangerous Stimulations. Echo Station is positioned just beyond the predicted reach of the black hole. You should be passing the potential event horizon now. You were dispatched approximately 72 hours after the base went dark. This is approximately how much time it would have taken the black hole to manifest. Since none has, the base is declared in distress but stable after this time. If the base is non-salvageable, the rescue of Dr. Solomon and his research is of the highest priority. Your shuttle can fit approximately 30 people for redundancy. Do not ask Dr. Solomon about his research. Do not allow any anomalies on the Narcissus base to escape the containment of the black hole threshold. Good luck, Echo Team. The asteroid manifested only as a gap in space. 
a spot in the darkness of the flickering stars where they no longer shined. It looked almost like a black hole already. As the automated shuttle drifted down and down and down, a shining speck appeared below them. The Narcissus 9 base, little silver earwig, its body just a compact prism, with a short neck extending to a perfectly spherical bauble, the silence chamber, where the experiments themselves were conducted. Slowly the base grew in size as they descended down onto it, and as they did, the blackness of the Narcissus asteroid swelled and swelled until it was as vast and as black as a silent ocean. Sitting in the frontmost seat, strapped down, the first member of the response team, Doug. Who is this person and what do they look like? <clears throat> yes. Before you sits a, an older gentleman, probably in his early 50s, with a nice twirly mustache. His name is Sir Octave Shimai. Uh, dressed entirely in a sort of standard safari outfit, you know, khaki shirts, khaki pants, a bandolier with a few shotgun shells, and a, an old double-barrel rifle parked beside him. I am a marine. Atop his helmet is his trusty old pith helmet, and by his side, curled up and sleeping at his feet, an old British bulldog, who also has his own little helmet. Named Biscuits. Strapped to the seat behind sits a scientist. Andrew, what does this person look like? Well, I have a name, but I can describe what I look like as well. My name is Dr. Evelyn Adkins, hyperspace physicist. I am a woman of early 40s. I have long brown hair tied tight back in a ponytail. I have small librarian-style glasses on the tip of my nose, and I wear a standard lab coat, a patch on my side with the symbol of an atom, obviously, one I picked up during my studies. I carry with me my portable computer terminal and a potentially useless cybernetic diagnostic scanner, as I believe there's no androids aboard this facility, but I'm sure it would come in handy and I await with trepidation over the, the possibility of pirates being the reason for the blackout. Very good, thank you. These seats are secured on the left side of the shuttle. On the right side, in the front seat, sits a teamster. Who is this teamster and what does he look like? Hey yo everybody, my name's Tony. I am a mechanical repair expert. I am uh, really here just to make sure things run smoothly. If something's broken, you let me know. You look after me. I look after you. And I'm sure everything will go just fine. Very peachy. I'm wearing some heavy-duty work clothes, so you know I mean business. I have some tools by my side, a cigarette in my mouth, not a care in the world. Of course, if you look by my side, you see a crowbar. He always keeps it nice and close. There's a few dents and a few stains on it. Don't worry about those. Nothing to mention. I got a book that I keep in my jacket. Also something that does not need to garner your attention, but I keep it close nonetheless. You look on my side, you'll see a little batch of a uh, pin-up model holding two Ace of Spades cards. And, uh, you know, she's like my lucky charm. And... Uh, 
you know, I'm really just here for the money. I'm going to make sure everyone uh, hopefully makes it back home if it's something to do with repairs or mechanicals or, you know, what have you. I'm not really as intellectual as these two individuals or combat ready. I'm an all-round kind of guy. Good to know you allowed gentlemen from the colonies aboard the team. Yes. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Very good. Okay. As you're descending... Tony gets his book out and starts scribbling in it. As the shuttle continues to descend, automated, the terminal descending from the ceiling flickers on and a grainy black and white video appears, barely discernible, of a, a man's face with two dark goggles. You can't really see him clearly. It's a bad signal. This is Charles Dartmouth, chief engineer of the Narcissus base. Is that you, Echo Team? Yes. Checking in. Sergeant, how is everything on your end? Okay, so we just had a bit of technical trouble, but uh, you better touch down so you can have a look. Report back to the company. Very good. I, sorry, is is everything amiss? No, no, nothing amiss. We just had a power surge with the reactor. Well, I better take a look. Perhaps we should touch down immediately. Yeah, yeah, come on down. Yes. Yes, bring it in. Clear for landing. Don't mind the heron. It's just getting a good look at you. The what? A massive crane is attached to the side of the base. It's articulated long several ribs, like a spine, and ends in a cruel beak-like laser cutter. The autonomous machine looms beside the shuttle, following as it descends like an angry guardian visible through the window. The Heron, you know from your briefings, is an emergency device used to sever sections of the base if they are contaminated by hyperspace anomaly. It is also what will be used to cut off the silence chamber and send it plummeting into the abyss should the need arise. That thing's fucking beautiful! Look at the cutter on that thing! What is that, a 12 gauge or something? Oh my god, the things I could do with that piece of machinery. I'm getting hot over here, oh my god! The Heron powers on. Is that standard procedure? What? Crackling black and white lights, the heron's laser fires. A shrill siren sounds out and then is silenced, air rushing, the side of the shuttle bursts. And all of you black out. You have no dreams. You awaken in a twisted wreck. Strapped down, some of you sideways, others upside down, dangling. The shuttle is in ruin. Luckily, you still appear to have air. You were caught by the docking bay just in time to be repressurized. Several members of the crew in the back of the shuttle remain unconscious, but you three are awoken, the three nearest the front. Oh god, is everyone okay? Octave, Tony, Mr. Romenberg, Dr. Evelyn? I'm sorry, I hit my head quite badly. Very good. Very good. Biscuits. I, I, I didn't tell you my last name's not Romanberg, man. What is it? It's Beretta. Oh, Beretta. Romanberg was what was, was on our manifest sheet for the last six months. Where have you been hiding this? <laughs> Beretta. Yeah, it's just a name that I put on a sheet. Uh, didn't think anyone else was reading it. My name's Beretta. You could have just asked me. You know, it's pretty rude to assume. Well, when I was calling you 
Rosenberg the whole time. Rosenberg? What was the it? fuck Sorry. Rosenberg? Rosenberg. Ro- your your shuttle has crashed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Anyway, all I was going to say is I didn't introduce my last right. name, so... Uh, well, it's just what you, you had on di- the Discord. It's just on Discord, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just playing around. With, I, I put Kravitz on there at one stage right. as well. Tony Beretta. Tony Beretta. Is everyone okay? Check their vitals. Is anyone trained with medical uh, medicine? I do not believe No. No, I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine though, Doc. You, you're the uh, doctor. What about you're, yourself? You're obviously conscious. I mean, the unconscious people at the back. Look, you're, you're the doctor here, lass. I'm a sci- I'm, a, I'm a physicist, not a medical doctor. Yeah, but you, you, you got glasses. You're smart, right? You, okay, you, okay. I, I check the vitals. It's almost like those people might wake up later if one of you needs to play a new character. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So they're stable but unconscious. Yes. It looks like they got the brunt of the, the lack of oxygen, so they they passed out, and some of them hit their, you know were injured some of them got cuts on their foreheads and stuff but they're strapped in okay it's it's prepared for a crash they're just they're still in their seats let's take them out of the seats and and lay them down safely and and hopefully they'll wake up all right i look around where the fuck are we through the torn open gash in the side of the shuttle you see you're in the docking bay it is bathed in cold light from the windows above shining down bleakness seems almost to drain the color from the vast industrious space. Beyond the wreckage of your ship, lonely in the bay, you can see another perched in the corner. It's an evil-looking thing, like a dead spider crouching by itself, with the cockpit a white ball on the top. Smoke rises from where it was also pierced by the laser of the crane. Pure empty space is visible through the grand slices where it cut into the place, and those same lines track through the floor, is the oxygen stable? Yes. Right. Remind me to shoot that sergeant. You're suggesting murder over an accident? An accident? Shoot me once, shame on you. Shoot me twice, dear friend. There's more than one skeleton here. Are Tell you... you what, I shoot you once, you won't get back up. How about that? I'm sorry, o- Octave. Are you suggesting that this was done on purpose? Well, I... Don't believe in very many accidents, dear friends. If it was an accident, nevertheless, someone is getting shot. I thought you two were supposed to be smart. You see that spider over there? Clearly it was cut by the same fucking thing. Exactly. That's why I'm referring to this as not Mimeo accident. Very well, since this is rather changed significantly from my area of expertise, I believe... Uh... Octave, you will take the lead here. Mr. Beretta, I do believe you are no. packing. No. Packing what? Are you armed, sir? I got my crowbar. That's enough for me. Very good. Very that that will have to suffice. Doctor? Yes. I'm sorry, I'm do you see the blood just staining her pristine white coat now, but it's managing to patch it up a little bit. Maybe I cut off a strip. Yes. And uh, bandage myself up. Tend to that. Come now, Biscuits. I'll... Oh, yes, I'm sorry, <laughs> o- Octave. How is... Vicky's? Uh, he says he's doing well. Yes. Well, uh, we're all glad. All right, where to? Where are we going? I'll... You want to get out of the shuttle? Action my shotgun, and I'll peek out of the shuttle and look into the bay. And then I'll is there any, step out. Before we leave, is there any equipment that has been able to take with us? Any emergency equipment? There perhaps? are some. There are some flashlights. I'll grab a flashlight. 
And there's probably like a first aid kit in the shuttle, sure. Yeah, I'll grab a first aid kit. Uh, that's where I got the bandage from. Yep. And then grab a flashlight and turn it on. Very good. Donlin gets a flashlight from his uh, tool belt and turns it on. He's like, I'm always fucking prepared. As you turn Boy on scouts. As you turn on the flashlight, the light doesn't seem to go as far as it should. It's almost like the air is thicker or something. What with fog? No. The light just doesn't go as far. Oh, well, that's spooky. That is rather ominous, yes. Like you shine a beam and the air is clear, but it's like the light is, is cut in half. The, the torch fades before it can reach the other side. I just think the torch is perhaps not charged properly. I'll sort of hobble and half fall out of the shuttle and then sort of land and just go, <clears throat> Whoa, these bones aren't as quiet as what they used to be. The only sound is the sound of your footsteps. It is dead silent in this bay. There's not the sound of any machinery echoing through the base. It's just completely serene. And there's almost no color. Like the, the, the bleak light of the stars coming down almost washes the color out of the light. Would there perhaps be a computer terminal or maybe a comms section in the main airlock docking bay? Ahead of you is a very large metal door, like large enough to push vehicles through. And to the side of that, there is a terminal. May I interface with said terminal? Yep. I'd like to access the communications, if possible. As soon as you turn the terminal on, a video comes on. You see, again, quite grainy, but there's a face filling the screen, a very panicked face. Hello? Hello? Oh, thank God, thank God! You must be the Echo Team. I'm Dr. Solomon. Listen to me. I'm trapped in the silence chamber. It's isolated from the rest of the facility. When Zweihander came, he killed the rest of the team. Not just killed. He did things to them using my research. I'm trapped inside. I have no idea how long it's been. I... I can't die in here. I can't die in here. You have to... You have to let me out. If you try and leave, he won't let you leave. I can access the Heron. I can access the escape pod. Only I have the codes to control it. You have to... You have to let me out. Beware the crew. Beware the... He did things to them. I don't know how long it's been. I can't die in here. The video fades and ends. Evelyn is going to look quite shocked and perhaps roll a fear at the mention of pirates. What do we... What do we know about this pirate? Have we been sort of informed about him? Otto Zweihander is a lone actor who attacks research stations. The legend has it that he's seeking the key to eternal life and that he's no longer human. He's something else. Very well. I, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. Well, there's a ship in the corner of the docking bay. Oh, marvellous. Crouched like a black spider. And that is the other ship that was shot down? Yes, it was also damaged. I got a 14 under 22 I passed. Okay, good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a look at that spider thing over there and see what kind of machinery we got. What are we looking at? The technology of, of the ship is very brutal. It looks like the arms are made for attaching to other ships like a parasite, like forceps, like for boarding. It's definitely a ship that pirates and criminals would use. All right, what kind of damage are we looking at? Uh, 
three of its legs have been severed, and there's smoke rising from the engine. So the engine's been cut through. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you guys, but uh, this will really set you back if we're looking at, what, a couple weeks worth of uh, time just to get this fucking thing going again. Tony, could their sh- ship has been attacked by the crane as well as ours? Perhaps it is an automated... Would it be designed to attack anything that comes close? Maybe they were being attacked by pirates. Maybe they thought we were an extra boarding vessel. And I don't know. You should ask the fucking glasses that was on the screen just before. I don't know. It was a recorded message of, of Dr. Doctor Solomon. We must... He's in distress. We must go and find out what's happened. Okay. Which way? Through these doors. I believe I can access the yep. opening. They open. I just lower my shotgun at the door already. I, I, if I peek inside that uh, spider-looking thing, any anything of use? There's a sort of white dome nestled on top like a big eyeball, which is the it's a tiny little cockpit. And anything, any any tools have been brought out. It's it's just a just a control panel. It's a small vessel for one person. Yeah, one man, one man vessel. I'll um, do a, a low little whistle, and then Biscuits will sort of perch up behind me, and I'll just give him the order of hunt, which will just sort of put him on a sort of sensor alert, like he'll be smelling and listening out for things. Okay, so you've opened the door. We have. You want to head in? I'll head in. Yes, please, take the lead. Shotgun at the ready. You know from your manifest charts that this is the storage warehouse. The warehouse is also conspicuously massive and empty. Not a sound seems to emanate except for the metallic sounds of your footsteps. As you shine your torches, you see, high above you on the ceiling, blobs drifting through the air where the light just doesn't shine. It's like totally pitch black, like a lava lamp above your heads. They split apart and recombine. Some of them as small as match heads, others as large as ships, silent and slow. A few of them are even moving down. Looks like they could potentially block your way if you don't move past them. Can I... Is there something I can sort of just pick up around me? Something sort of just miscellaneous? Well, it looks like the... the what do you have in mind? He wants I to just throw, throw something, something out of block. Throw something? Sure. It's mostly been moved around, but there's like stray... There's like stray bolts and things. Pick up like a large bolt, sure. And just huck it at one of the decent-sized blobs and see what uh, happens. The bolt vanishes. Mm. There is a some kind of an anomaly. Usually with hyperspace travel, it creates a gravity field. And it could explain this sort of pockets of, of gravity where it has not... The artificial gravity is not affected. I see... Mr. Beretta? Yo. Death bubbles. Uh, is that okay. what I said? Yes. Death bubbles. Do not touch bubble. Okay, so I can tell you... I don't know why you're talking to me like I'm a fucking idiot or something. <laughs> the, the joke was he was techno-gabbled the crap out of that, and I was just like, yes, death bubble. Don't touch. Okay, was so... all he got out of that. So... We need to find the crew. So, in this large, empty cargo bay, on either sides are sort of metal doors labeled above the first one it says access tunnel one the other one says access tunnel two and ahead there's a door labeled hab 
Hmm. I believe habitation would be the first place to investigate. Yes, we shall make our way to the hab to the mess hall, I believe. Is there anything on the floor? Turned around on this thing. In the storage or in the? Just is there any footprints or trace of movement? You can see now that you've now that you've actually looked. There's one set of footprints, kind of tracking oil from the first damaged ship. And there's a second, less conspicuous track, which looks like several small feet. Like little suction cup feet. Would I recognize the animal? Uh, it's a drone. Oh, It'd be oh. a walking drone. I see, yes. Yes, we had those back at Echo. Yes, yes. Of course. It's maintenance, I believe. Is that correct? Uh, it would be, this would be consistent with the maintenance drone, yeah. It's a good thing you've got that scanner there, Doctor, yes. Yes. Perhaps the AI is still uh, available, but we must find the crew first, I believe. Uh, should we check habitation? Well, uh... Yes. I'd like to have a look down access tunnel on the left, if that's possible. Okay. I'll pick up something on the floor, just think. Crowbar, ready to go, something okay. in you my hand. Crowbar. Okay, you want to peek your head into access tunnel Yeah, one? sure, I'll just do a quick one-two. This is a long, thin access shaft that runs up the whole western side of the compound and allows access to many rooms. But as you look, the end of the hallway seems very close, but it doesn't move with parallax. It's like it stays in place if you move your head forwards and back. So there's some sort of benign time-space distortion. Piled up at the other end of this tunnel, there appear to be some sacks of materials, like sandbags or something similar, and there are mice scuttling around the food but they don't look like they've gotten inside. In Inside the, what, the food? Of the bags, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was hoping to pick something up off the floor, just toss it down the hallway. Okay, so like, let's say another stray bolt or sure, screw. Sure, a bit of, bit of scrap metal, bolt, whatever. Yeah. All the mice freeze. So they were moving. Yeah, they're frozen at the sound. One of them turns... You can't quite make head nor tail. There's something weird about this mouse. You can't see from this far away. Okay. Spooky. If you do nothing more, it just goes back to scrounging around the food pile. I don't know how, but this place is mice. Mice! Must have gotten on one of the ships. Well, you know that um, as part of the experiments, they had vivariums with animals to test on. Test the effects of hyperspace. uh, That's where you keep a living animal. (laughs) Sure, sure. Some cages. Yes. I know cages. Yes. Lab rats. Did Evelyn and Octavi, Octave head into the habitation at the same time? Sure. You pass through the door into the common area of the hab. The lights are on. They're a little bit flickery, but they're on. There's a round circle of couches and chairs and a few tables and desks. And attached to the ceiling on a pole is a large television screen displayed pointed towards the chairs, presumably where the recruit would receive briefings and also where they can watch public access media. The screen is cracked, like someone threw the remote at it, and right now there is grainy footage of what appears to be Dr. Solomon standing in the corner of a dark room, facing away from the camera. Over the speakers, he repeats quietly, Help me, 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 help me. Just keeps going. I'm going to roll another fear. I'm going to try a long shot here. <clears throat> Failure. Failure. 98 over 
22. Please increase your panic. Oh, your, your, stress. your stress, rather. Das <laughs> ist. I'm sorry, what? Ship AI? I'm sorry, you were not disturbed by this. What, the crazy man in the corner? My dear friend, I fought in a war. If I saw a crazy man having a freak out, can I attempt to turn it off? Won't turn off. Please, can you shut that off? Mm. Yes. Yes, hang on. Let Does me just... Um, can you smash it with the butt of your... Can I reach it? I'm sure. Am I able to reach the screen? Warden, can we reach the screen? We can reach the screen. Is there... It's got an inbuilt speaker to it, correct? Yeah, it's, well, there are wires and stuff as well. Yeah. I don't want to turn... Oh, I can cut the wire. I don't want to, I don't want to turn it off because it sounds like it could be useful. But it is kind of creepy. So I will just, I will just, I'll just turn it off. Uh, it doesn't turn off. Oh, I will just, um, I, I, <laughs> I don't want to destroy it because I feel like this would be useful to have. Wait, 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 wait a second. Does it, he expect it, would it turn off if you press the button? Yeah. Mm. So does that unsettle you? I'm an old man. No. <laughs> technology. <laughs> technology. Oh, technology. Mm, stupid. Right. Very good. Um, you can access the hab from the tunnel. If you walk forward a bit and pass through the infirmary, you know this because you've got it on your map. The, the, your briefing map. Hmm. Do we go to? So room E is the infirmary, and you can go up to the tunnel through the infirmary and come. Where was Tony? I believe wasn't he following us? I'm going down the other, the other access hallway. I'm gonna have a look. Last time I saw him, he was looking Catching down. Catching my bearings. Okay, you're gonna we'll peek through. For... You're gonna peek through tunnel D. Yeah, sure. Uh, access tunnel two. Yeah, the right side. Much the same, except there's no mice or piled material. It's just like a long shaft that ends at the end. All right, I like this one. Let's go down this one. I'm going to go and see if I can get to the first door. I believe it goes through the mess hall. Yes. Based yes. on this little map I got in front of me. Okay. The mess hall has got a, a long table with chairs lined up. And it looks kind of untouched. It looks pristine. All right. Almost like it's been cleaned recently. Not too bad, not shabby, nothing dangerous in here, looking around. Yeah. Maybe the door to the side opens and it's us. Well, uh, how, how's the, how's that room, fellas? There's a... Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. We can see the, the good doctor is having a bit of a mental breakdown. Tony, you're good at, you're good at technology. Can you try shutting this off? It already looks broken. What's the problem? Well, well we, I, I don't want to hear it. Can you just try to dis disable the speaker or something? Yes, I, I can't. Mean, I can smash it with my crowbar. I mean, you got a gun. You can hit it. You know. Look, I'm not quite good with technology. Is there a mute button on this thing? I don't fucking know. I mean, if you want, I can smash the thing. Okay, I thought you were more technically minded than that, but okay, smash it. I mean, means. it's already... Look, it's got a crack in the screen. Someone's already tried breaking it. I mean... I don't know if there's anything to salvage. I can unplug it. The man in the corner of the room slowly turns his head. Wait. The screen shuts off. Oh. It's got to be a sanity. There you go. Hey, Do look. I... Didn't even need to do a fucking thing. Oh, Look good. at me go. It's got to be a sanity. sanity? <laughs> 42 under 55. Very nice. Uh, 64 over. Please increase your stress. Yes. But it's off now. Well, he's obviously in great distress. We need to head there directly, I believe. Okay, so 
you've got the bunks to the south, the toilets to the north, and uh, the infirmary to the east. Any bits of storage? There's no sign of anyone, right? There's no sign of any people here. There's no meals that are half eaten? No. The only way to actually get to the, right to the silence chamber, you'd have to take one of the tunnels. Right, well, I'm going to have an old man moment while we're sitting here in this lovely room and, and use this lavatory real quickly. Excuse me, gentlemen and lady. Doctor? You going to the bathroom? Yes. <laughs> in real life? Yes. Okay. Pause you, for Doug. You're going to the bathroom in-game as well? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Tony, while he's in the, the John... The lavatory, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I want to check if there's any storage or anything. What did you find down the tunnels? Oh well, uh, like I said before, the tunnel to the west has got some mice in it. They look like they're uh, well, mice. Mice, you know, mice, mouse, moose. No, not moose, but uh, little little furry creatures. Yeah, I know what mice are, but why would they be on a station? I'm assuming they were doing some stuff with the mice. Lab mice? Yeah. Sh- sure. Yes, You're of course. the doctor. You can go have a look. I wouldn't bug them. They seem a bit uh, uneasy, but left their own devices, they're not any of our problems. Well, that means the, the vivarium is compromised. Sure. Some of those mice could be carrying pathogens. Yeah. Pathogens? What's a pathogen? Like a virus. Like a virus? Yeah. What, am I going to get sick? I can tell you, in the vivariums, you would know this. There were mice. There were cats. There were insects. And there was a chimpanzee. If you encounter any animal, do not come into contact with it. It may be what subject gonna, to... Ex- what, am I going to get sick now? Am I going to get the plague? Well, don't let it bite you, obviously. Oh, well... But I'm not going to get sick just by looking at the No, no, thing. not but just by looking Being at in a it. room or something. I don't know. I mean, no, perhaps I'm not an expert in diseases. Like, you know, you're the doctor. Yeah, perhaps if you touch the dropping somehow on a surface. But I mean, I ain't touched shit. No, I'm, I'm, sure in the, intended, but. I'm sure in the bathrooms they'll have some kind of disinfectant. Yeah, look, I'm going to go in, in here. I'm going to uh, go in the medical room. Yeah, let's go to the medical room. I'm looking can. at storage. I'm looking for things that are, are, are handy and useful. I'm a handy guy. The med bay is in complete disarray. Tables overturned, cabinets ransacked. There's a black graffiti emblem stenciled onto a curtain. Three hands splayed out around a central point. Beside the curtain is the silhouette of a slumped person under a flickering light. Unmoving. Hey, uh, what's the what's that other dude's name in the John? You've been, you've been together six months. Look, I'm, I'm bad with names. It's a... Octave. Octave. Yo! Yo, Octave! You out of the John? Hmm? Uh, yes! Uh, wait, wait a minute. You can't just be in the... If you're, if you're going to the toilet, I have to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do it. So we cut... We, we basically cut away at the same time. Yes. We were talking about the, the, the mice. Okay. You come into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Sounds like there's scrubbing happening in one of the cubicles. Oh, dear. Also, in the sink... There are plants growing out of the sink, like twisted vines. Mm. And there are roots crawling all over the porcelain. And there are little crickets jumping to and fro on the vines. And there's also the sound of a scrubbing in one of the cubicles. Hello? Scrubbing stops. I can come back if needed, but uh, I've just stepped in to use the lavatories. One of the crickets stops moving. And as you look at it, 
it's it's only a little cricket, so you can't really see it that well. But it's there's something weird about its head. The cricket has a human face. That is a sanity. <laughs> you are correct, Doug. Fifty-one on twenty-eight. Okay, increase your stress. All the crickets have got the same human face. They're just acting like normal crickets, nibbling on the plants, hopping about with a little tiny human face. Do you yell out? Coming out of their green carapace. I'll come back. I'll just sort of backpedal out of the bathroom. As you're back in that, I'm like, hey, yo, Octave. We're in the medical. You're in the med bay? So, yes. I I was talking about because I was calling out before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's in disarray. The med bay is in disarray. All the tables are turned over. Looks like any machines have been ransacked already. And there's a curtain, like a medical curtain, and stenciled on, there's three hands in a symbol like this. Do we know what it means? This is the emblem of Otto Zweihander. Oh, marvelous. So definitely know what it means. And there's a silhouette behind the curtain of a slumped dead body, looks like. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into the mess hall and I'm uh, or the the habitation, what whatever the fuck. Yo, Octave, you out of the John? Okay, let me actually just move a few people. <laughs> just to, I'm gonna Evelyn's gonna creep forward and and pull back the curtain and whoa, check whoa, whoa. if this person's okay. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna lift the crowbar. But that doesn't. Okay, I will sort of walk out backwards. Like backstep out of the bathroom with my shotgun lowered. Mr. Beretta? Yo, uh, I think we got a body in here. Well, I've got crickets with human faces. That's fucking nasty. I'm sorry, what? Yes? Are you out of your mind? I wish I was. Perhaps I am. It's, I'm an odd man, but... I rolled a, a, a 15, so I'm not too fucked up over it, but that's... Not that's unsettling. Did John? Are you calling for a? Um. Well, he's just saying. Yeah. He's an old man I saying just, strange stuff. I just don't believe him. You just don't believe yeah. him. Yeah. To whomever's in the bathroom, please come out. Well, you're saying you got a, another person in there? I don't know, but I hear someone scrubbing. Do you want to? Okay. You see? You see? You're looking at the dead body. Yes. Behind please. the curtain, there's a body slumped in the chair, in an. Narcissus-based jumpsuit, like a a black jumpsuit. His skin is like dark blue. Okay. And the chair that he's sitting on has like a leathery surface. And his skin is made out of what the chair should be made out of. And the chair is made out of what he should be made out of. Okay. So his skin is made of like nylon fabric, and the chair has got leathery human skin. Yo, how's that uh, body coming along, Doc? Y- you see Evelyn just quickly pull back the curtain and then just hurry past you. <laughs> it's got a cricket head, doesn't it, John? <laughs> and I rolled a sanity. Mm-hmm. 20 under 55. Very good. You just see Evelyn crash past you. I Let me move through, please. And I just sort of hold my stomach the door to the bathroom rattles before we you guys have failed sanity check you failed sanity check before hey i believe so yeah and you're a scientist you guys have got a no i've never failed a sanity oh oh how did you gain stress before only fear fear. oh fear okay that's fine 
The bathroom. You said you called to the person in the bathroom. Yes, it's gonna have a fucking. The bathroom door rattles, and then bursts open with a great force. At first, it seems like there's no one behind it. Crawling out from the ceiling of the bathroom through the door frame is a very large humanoid shape in a jumpsuit. Its hands are crawling on the surface. Instead of two pairs of feet, it's got another set of hands and it's got no head. It crawls upside down. It's holding a scrubbing like a, a sponge in one hand. What's going on? I'm hearing noises. Butt to shoulder. Uh, please roll a sanity check. Oh, you roll sanity first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, 90 on 21. No. Uh, butt to shoulder. Muzzle up. Bang. Sounds like initiative. You missed? <laughs> yes. All right. Let's everyone roll for initiative. Oh, I haven't shot. I haven't actually shot to shoot yet. But yeah. When do you panic again? Uh, when you when fail you fear. when you fail a critically fail when you you panic when you critically fail yeah okay oh, what's the speed check okay yeah. seventy six over forty one which was my back is turned I'm against the wall trying not to retch twenty on forty one I pass Tony yo I got a ninety eight over forty forty something you also go last you just hear a loud bang as I find out. <laughs> Shoot this fucking thing. That's very unsettling, old timer. What's going on? <laughs> 46 under 50. That's a hit. Uh, Are you adding anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, plus my firearms. So it's 65. But okay. Don't make it anyway. Do your damage. Um, it's a wound. It's a flat wound. It's a, it's a flat, flat wound. Flat wound? Sure is. Flat wound. It falls off the ceiling. Splat. Dead. Fuck yeah. I, Evelyn, what's happened? What was in there? Something with four hands and no heads. And a bunch of crickets with faces. This time I'll definitely take a look. I would advise you not... It's okay, I'm a scientist. I can handle it. Do you not see the body that I just shot hit the floor in front of me? I'm not in the bathroom. Well, I see the body now, Doug. Yes. And sanity, was it? Yeah. 94 over 55. Everyone, please gain one stress. Very good. Is it just one stress or is there any sort of... No, just one stress for my trauma response. Okay. It's okay, Octave. I, I believe you now. Yeah, <gasps> one, or two, one or two little crickets come jumping out of the door innocuously. Ding, ding. You, you can't see anything because they're, they're too small. Mm. Doctor? Yes. I have seen the horrors of war. This place is fucked up. Uh, what is your dog doing, Doug? It is, uh... Well, it, it's flinched at the sound of the gun, and now it's still sort of... It posts up behind me, so when I give it the hunt order, it's basically on all sensors. Its ears are pricked up, and it's like in sort of... It wasn't barking in, in the last 20 minutes at all? Uh... John? <laughs> Um, I guess not. It wasn't it's, making a yeah, sound. It's trained like a normal war dog. So normal war dogs sit behind their person. Yes. And then wait for a, a command. And when that command goes, they just fucking take off. Right. Does anyone want to, like, inspect the body? No. I, no. I've had it. One look. That's quite enough. All right. Well, it's got a name I, tag. I, is it on its front or its back? Who was it, Octave? It fell... Face, <laughs> face down. It, yeah. It, 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 it fell... It fell 
backwards, so it's facing upwards now. Ah, because it's crawling. Oh, okay. So, so I can I can see it's on its back. For the chair person, I didn't hang around to take yeah. a look at the name tag. Okay, the upholstery. So the name on the jumpsuit is Crawford Grove Sanitation. Crawford Grove Sanitation. Yes, he was the sanitation and maintenance officer. Uh, there's one more, sorry, there's one more person behind in the medical bay. I I didn't want to look at them. They're quite disturbed. Disturbed? Yes, you'd better take a look. Or Tony, you want to have a look? No, I'm not looking at nothing. I think you're forgetting here, Miss Evelyn. You are the doctor. I'm not... Again, I am a hyperspace physicist. I am not a medical doctor. I have no idea what is going on here. And I'm it's, it's obviously some kind of mutation or experimentation, maybe a, a pathogen or something. This isn't right. Very well. I'll walk into the to the med center and I guess I'll have a look. Did you warn me about what this is going to look like? Yes. Okay. This person, their skin is quite deformed. Deformed. I'm walking the other way. I'm going to go back towards the access hall uh, to the east. I'm going to take it slow. I'm not looking in the bathroom because you two are freaked out and I ain't ready for that kind of stuff. Okay. You're right back in the access tunnel. Yeah. So this tunnel is pretty innocuous. There's like a there's like a line of little lockers. All right. Let me uh, open those babies up. You open the first locker and inside is just pitch blackness. Alright, I'm not touching that. Didn't work out too well for the boat. Next one. The next one, you find mop, bucket, sponges, squirt bottles, cleaning materials. Alright, I can respect hard work. Next locker. Well, you're not worried about the pitch blackness? We saw pitch blackness floating all over the ceiling before. What's the difference? I feel like she grabbed the mop. You're not there, Doug. I know. That's interesting. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a practical guy. I'm a mechanic. I'm looking for something useful. Uh, so I'll go to the each locker. Okay. Until I see something disturbing or useful. You want to open the third locker? In the third locker, you find some kind of hazard suit. It's pure white with a visor like a helmet. Hey. And on the label, it says Loud Matter Weave Anti Anomaly Suit. All right, that's pretty cool. I, I might try and uh, put it on over the top of my, uh, my work gear. You can do that. Might take a while. Yeah, we can go back take to you, the others. Take you a few minutes. Take yeah. you about five minutes to put it on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I'll turn to the doctor. I'll have my, my shotgun shouldered and pointing at this um, sort of body on the gurney. Very good, doctor. Pull back the sheet. I look away and pull back the sheet. It's limp. It's totally dead. Uh, on the name tag, it says, Danny Dominguez, lab assistant. Well, who was it? Danny? Yes, Miss Dominguez. Mister, right? Male. Mister Dominguez, yeah. yes. Is there any sign of 
trauma other than the obvious. Well, it would appear that his skin is a couch. Um, I would believe that is quite... That is my assessment after the brief moment I looked. I didn't want to look again, but... Yes. Um, do I smell anything? Decomposition. Uh, the, the chair smells like a decomposing body. Hmm. Like the chair legs. It's like a rolling chair with mm. wheels. Like I made of like bone. Mm. Well, it appears that the chair is not just skin laced, but decomposing. This is some kind of sick joke? Is this what they do to demoralize victims? That or it's. I'd like to find a scalpel. Do I find a scalpel or bone saw? Yeah. Okay, I'll add a scalpel. Yeah, on the floor somewhere, yeah. Sort of shakily holds it in the hand. Shall we go and see where Mr. Beretta is holding up? Yes, he's been gone a while. Let's go have a look. All right, I, I, how many more lockers are there? It's just the one more, right? The last one's empty. Oh. I better go back and find the others. I don't want to be out here all alone. Yep. I should mention all the doors to the Habs are unlocked. You can look into the, the individual rooms of the people. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's what I was trying to do before, but... I think we uh, started... Yeah, we got distracted. ...checking some freaky bodies out Shoot and shit. So, yeah, if you want to look into the the bunks of the people, you've got the, you've got the crew manifest there. You can pick any one of their rooms. It'll have their name on it, and you can go in there. Let me get out my piece of paper. As he sort of walks back in, all suited up in this new suit, I sort of quickly draw on him and then lower. Where did you get that, Tony? Hey, check this out. Look at me. Looking pretty smart, huh? Didn't perhaps find two more? Uh, no, it's just the one. Sorry, Doc. But, uh, maybe in these bunks we find something else. Uh, maybe the engineer rooms. Is the Dartmouth. I, they I might have something, or... I don't mean to any, add any sort of time pressure to this situation, but we know Dr. Solomon, his research is very important. We need to assure his safety and the safety of his research immediately if he's in the silence chamber as we we have seen we need to go yeah i mean i'm prepared to go but you know it's just up to you i mean we just gotta look the dartmouths they're engineers they might have something useful in their bunks we also got uh, sergeant lambert and we got uh, mr grove um they're pretty much the ones that i'm interested in if they got something useful but uh if we go up that access hall over there, we go a bit further north, we can make our way into the engineering hub, or we can go to the oxygen forest. I mean, you got you got options. Just gonna reload in the background where they're having this discussion. Yes. What was the duration between Sergeant Lambert's message to us and our crash landing? Now, the message you got was from Charles Dartmouth. Jar- Dartmouth. Sorry. Seconds. Seconds. Less than a minute. Oh, that so means I it was a sergeant. If they were, someone's on the comms. They, they must have known. There must be someone here now. Dartmouth must be here now. Did the, did the good doctor, not warn us that the crew was compromised? Yo, I, I mean, uh, can we can we walk and talk? Is that is that okay with you two? Where would he have sent that message if you want to? send out our communications. Uh, he probably would have been in the engineering hub or in the computer room. Let, uh, let's head to the computer room. Maybe we can find out the specifics. 
I mean, sure. I mean, can I just quickly check those bunks that there's the... Okay. I was asking about was the, the Which Dartmouths. One? The Dartmouth? Okay. Well, there's um, there's three Dartmouths. There's the uh, head engineer, the, the assistant engineer, and the logistics officer. The engineers, okay. security officer, and the uh, maintenance and sanitation okay. fella. Uh, you want to come into the head engineer's room? Charles Dartmouth, that's the guy that communicated with you. Sure. Def- definitely, yeah. I'll check the sergeant's room then. Yeah. Okay. In the head engineer, Charles Dartmouth's room, there is a really rudimentary computer terminal. It's a normal room with like, you know, a, a wardrobe with, with clothes and that, and some posters on the walls and everything. Just a normal kind of guy's room with some tools like wrenches and stuff in a box. And um, there's a little terminal just set into the wall, which just says journal. And all the rooms have got these little journals on them. Hey, all right, we got some information here. Maybe the doc will find that fascinating. I don't know. I'm not a bookworm myself. Well, I assume we check every rooms over the next 20 minutes. I mean, I'm just checking the couple. I'm looking at the engineers, the security, and the maintenance. They might have tools in their rooms or weapons. I feel very uneasy without a weapon. Okay. Well, he's checking the engineer. I'll check the security. Okay. Is anyone looking at the journal entries? Um, hey, Doc, we got we got some journals. Okay, I'll look through them. You search the rooms. Uh, yeah, you... You're looking in the security room. It's just a normal bunk, but this journal is encrypted. It's locked. Hmm. Hmm. The security expert, the security chief's um, diary is locked. I type the word password in. Eh. Doesn't work. Hmm. He's a smart man. Very good. Cutting back to... You want to look at the journal of the chief engineer? Yes, please. Journal entries. Day six. Don't like doing journal entries. Don't like Solomon. Don't like what I'm seeing in the reactor. It started producing a strange gunk. I saved some in a jar. Can't promise it won't affect the power. Day seven. Danny Dominguez got some of it on his shoe. What a shitbird. He went to the infirmary. I don't want the company to stick this on me. I work with no more reactors, not hyperspace shit. That's the end. It's only two entries. Can I look around the security office's room, see if I can see anything that could point me into the direction of a password? Photos? You can ask me. I've got a terminal. Oh, yeah. Or a terminal. Hey, Doc. Yes. Fucking, what was that accent? <clears throat> would you mind Just call me Evelyn. Evelyn? Would you mind having a look at this for me, please, Doctor? Of course. Uh, okay. Can I try to interface with it? Okay. I interface with it. Do you have hacking? No, I do not. There's some sort of high-level security on it? Yeah, there's look. There's an encryption. Okay, I can... Uh, I'm not a computer hacker, but I do have... I am trained in computing. I can try to bypass it. Okay. I cannot guarantee. Give it a try? Yeah, give it a try. Adding my computer skill? Yep. I'll have a... I'll, intellect, right? Correct? Yep. I'll do what I was doing before, just looking around for a password. I critically fail. Critically fail? That's good. 88. Oh, the computer shuts off. Shit, shit! I smashed my fist on the keyboard and, and begin to panic. Begin to roll a panic. <laughs> you have to roll a panic? Okay. I do. I do. Does it mean that I must open the, uh, the panic table? Well, hang on. Oh, if you do panic, I'll open the panic yeah, table. Let's have so. a look. Well, firstly, yeah, I take a, a failed yeah, check. Roll a panic check. That's a six. 
over five. Okay. <laughs> you just see Evelyn smash her fist into the keyboard, obviously frustrated that it didn't work. Have you tried admin, doctor? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I told you I was not a hacker and I couldn't do it. Obviously, the pressure's getting to me. Look, are you going to take much longer or do we actually have... We, we know where these people are. We have to go to find Dr. Solomon. Uh, in that time, I probably just zoomed in through the assistant engineer and the, the maintenance workers' rooms. I'm okay. looking for anything, again, useful. I feel very, like I'm not prepared. I wasn't ready to get cut in half by a giant bird laser. Um, you know, I'm, I want to make sure I'm ready for whatever comes next. That's okay. the other thing. Where is the control for this laser? I am assuming it's in engineering. That's where we possibly go to the computers. The control for the laser is in the security hub. The security Oh, hub. of course. Okay. I'll leave it up to your hands, Octave. Uh, you find in the assistant engineer's room, hidden under the pillow, mm. a nail gun. Hey. That's right up your alley. Fully qualified for that. You want to look at the journal entries? Nah, I'm not into that talking mumbo-jumbo. Okay. Security hub's back in section A, isn't it? Security hub is that it's Q. Q. Oh, it's that little right. thing attached on the on the right. Of and then I uh, that go was to, sorry. I'm sorry. Go I was going to say I go to the maintenance maintenance to, fellas room. Go to the oh um yeah Crossan's Grove's room. Yeah yeah Crawford blue Grove. collar worker just like me. You find another high powered flashlight. Okay. That's it. Cool. Is that different to a normal flashlight? Uh, goes further. Oh. Now John, are you expecting us to? say each room we're going into and then revealing the content or just say rather we spend this amount of time if you spend uh, it's if, up to you, if how you do um you do well it's just if you want to look like the journal entries are all individual so you can have a look at like if you have to you have to say which ones of those you're looking at okay so evelyn is one of trying to conserve time yep. so that's why i'm not saying let's spend an hour reading through everything sure and not doing it specifically okay so she's pretty much ready to go I mean, I'll check the journal for the maintenance guy. Him, I am interested in. He's, he's left no entries. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> like a true maintenance officer. All right. Where do you guys want to head now, then? I wouldn't mind checking out the security hub. I okay. know that's probably one of the f first places we can stop through on the way up. You guys all going to head to the security hub? Oh, yes. I believe we should stick together from now on. Mm -hmm. If you find any creature or animal... Don't come into contact with it. Don't touch its bodily fluids. Very good. Um, I'm going to go into the engineering hub. I know you want to stay together, but you can come with me if you like. I feel like that's going to be pretty <laughs> central to this whole thing. It's the first room. Hey, Mr. Beretta. Yo. You remember before when you talked about wanting to play with a giant death laser? Uh, I mean, it's pretty cool. Yes, well, I... I'm looking to play with said giant death laser. All right, I don't know if I can recommend it. Do you have training in such facilities? I'm just going to push buttons. Would you care to come and stop me? Uh, the security hub is password protected. The door has got a password. Do I, as the we qualified? security guy, would I have that knowledge? Uh, it's been changed. Son of a bitch. <clears throat> well, it looks like either engineering or computers would be more prudent yes. yes oh who looks like he's going the right direction okay let's follow tony okay you head into engineering 
The engineering bay was once partitioned by caged walls that are now all toppled and buckled in tangled messes on the floor. Power tools are laying, sparking or stripped in heaps, and a particular pile lays in one corner on top of which is a monitor perched innocuously. A photorealistic eyeball sits there on the screen, through grainy black and white footage, blinking. Portions of wall are torn away where pipes and wires have been yanked angrily and harvested, cut off. The room was scoured by someone for mechanical resources. And there's, yeah, there's a pile in the corner with a monitor sitting on top with an eyeball looking at you. Like, on the screen? Yeah, on the screen. Oh, good. I'm, I'm sorry, it's an eyeball on the yeah, screen. an eye. Not, not an eyeball, sorry, like an eye with an eyelid. Just like a... It's like a, des- a desktop vid- saver, yeah. screensaver. Yeah, a moving video of an eye. A human eye. Yeah, of a human eye. Good evening. It's like something my nephew would put on his computer. Fucking weird old... Oh, with trep- trepidation, going up to the computer terminal with my portable terminal in hand and try to access it. The pile is disturbed and a human body stands up. The terminal is there instead of its head. Oh, good. The machinery falls away. The eyeball widens, looks at you. The screen switches to an enlarged picture of a human nose and it twitches its head and then it switches to a low grainy quality black and white footage of clenched teeth. And then it jumps forward and attacks. Roll initiative. And uh, the, name, <clears throat> the name badge says Tim Mercer. Oh, God. T. I got a 31 under 42. Okay, good. 13 under 41. 28 under 41. And 37 under 40. Oh, now what am I rolling when I'm confronted with uh, this individual? I believe sanity. sanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you all pass, so you all go first. 85 over 55. Everyone gain another stress, including this one. I do apologize. Should I pass my save? Pass your fucking save. What are we rolling, Sanity? Nope. That's a big fat no. I regret making my Sanity 21. I'm not going first. I, I, I step back in shock as this pile of what I thought was machinery has come alive. Yeah. The screen switches to an eyeball, then back to clenched teeth. Those uh, power tools on the floor, what, what are we looking at? Any laser cutters? Yeah, there's a laser cutter. Yeah, I want to cut the fucking monitor off this thing. I pick up the laser cutter. Okay. And I brace myself. Better, better hope it's charged, hopefully. I will take aim and fire. That is 80 over 65, so I fail. So fail. Um, and then I will give the command, SICK! And Biscuit will start barking and charge. 69. Nice. So fail. Fail. And the dog gains the stress. I think you should gain the stress, Doug. Yeah, he, he slaps away the dog. <clears throat> I think Octave should gain the stress. Yeah, I think so. Dog. Stress for my own. That's, I'm not as. I'm, okay. I'll gain that I mean, one because he your, punches my it's dog. It's your pet, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'll gain that one because it's my dog. Are you heartless? I will <clears throat> severely caution Tony that can rip through the hull compromising the whole station are you sure? what this thing? yeah the laser cutter yeah, I'm not aiming it at the hull of the fucking ship no this thing goes through it's 1d100 damage it can cut through bulkheads if you miss it's up to John 
But I'm just saying, that's what laser cutters are. They're industrial. This one's not full power. Oh, good. <laughs> good, 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 good. It's, it's not the heron. <laughs> it's not the heron. No. No, I mean, this is what they do normally. Yeah. But this one's not full power. Okay. It's like damaged. All right, good, good. Uh, that's all I have to say. Is the thing's turn or your turn? You you go. I've said my piece. Yeah. Ah, I, you, yeah, I, yeah, he picked it, my I, turn. I picked it up, so it's, it's my turn. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, the screen, you know, it's still clenched teeth. It's going to attack the dog with his spindly hands. You know, Doug, the dog that you sent up to attack at point blank range. Sick. <laughs> I wanted it to feel included. Twenty-six under sixty. He attacks the dog. Tries oh, no. to throttle it. <laughs> Two damage. Two damage. What do we say? One full wound. One 20? wound, ten health. Ten health. All right. So eight. Josh knows all about that. Spider boy. Yeah. Well, I've got the stats on my screen. <laughs> so it like grabs the dog and like smashes it into the ground with it, with his hands. And then its head twitches and turns back to you. The, the terminal, it turns to black with white text. It's like flashing, like strobing almost. Like the background goes from black to white and the text from white to black. And it says, he did this. He did this. Yo, Marcy, you still in there? It stands up and staggers back. Kill me. All right, you got to stand still for me or what? I'm going to walk up, get as close as I can, level the rifle, and just fucking blow its circuitry out. Shoot. Time for a blue screen of death. Uh, And just before you do, it says... Password X Mortis. Oh, brilliant. I, I'm studying it. I copied that down. Yeah. 12. That's a hit. That's a wound. That's a wound? Yep. The screen smashes and uh, it collapses onto the ground, falls forward, its heavy terminal head weighing its body down. And we'll see you all next time. <laughs> oh. That's a poor fella. Oh my god. Is that so hang on John. He had a TV as a head. Yes. And I didn't pick this up before. Why? I think I have a feeling, but my character is too not smart to figure it out, but I think I, I have a feeling. Yeah, there was a bit of confusion in the initial description of what, what it was. It was a pile of machinery. Yeah, it was a pile of machinery, machinery, with a machinery with a terminal with a on, top. on top. Okay. And yes. then the terminal springs up with a human body underneath. Oh, yes. Mm. That is rather shocking. Cheers. So we want to roll another quick. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, that was why I rolled my sanity. Yeah, that's why we rolled sanity. Yeah, that's why I yeah. did as well. Yeah. But obviously, that is quite confronting. Mm. It, it doesn't show stats for attacking for your pet, by the way. So it's whatever you guys agreed on. Yeah, it was one d ten for a bite. Yeah. But it does say that you take the stress every time it gets damaged, <laughs> and you roll a panic check if it dies. Yeah, it sure yeah. does. Yeah, we know that one. Well, John, that was amazing. First episode. Yeah, thank thank you very cool. much. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. And I believe. We will see you next week, John, for part two of the yes. Silence on. Silence on Narcissus. We'll see you then. That was part one of Nobody Wake the Bugbear Presents Silence on Narcissus, an original adventure by John. You can find it if he ever decides to publish or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 The intro theme was composed by also John, hopefully. Yes. yes. And the series also features the fine synthwave music of Carl Casey at White Bat Audio and music by Alex Nakarada at SerpentSoundStudios.com. Other sound effects and music have been sourced from freesound.org using the Creative Commons license. 
This series would not have been possible without the support of our generous Patreon supporters. Thank you to our past and present patrons, Nubis, Chris, Aereo, Tom, Gwilgi, Dundron Maestro, Watt, Stam Deman, Bearded Tit, Hard Beats, Air Node, Chris, a different Chris, Alexandros, Briefcase, Adrian, Ricardo, Salty Vampire, Divinity, and Donnie. If you like the podcast, you can chip in a few bucks at patreon.com slash nwtbpodcast to help keep the quality content flowing. Remember to like and subscribe, send us your comments, and especially let John know what you thought of his adventure. I'm sure he's dying to hear it. Just made me praise, he's very sensitive. <laughs> you can find our socials at nwtbpodcast and at nwtbugbear for our Twitter. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you in space. Peace, peace, peace.